I think Black Friday episode in its core should just be fun because they're stressed. Let's just get started. Let's just get started. Right. Okay. Like, this, this is going to be, I mean, this is just, okay. Okay. Let's go. world i'm eric die i'm jeremy smith and i'm Cole schneider and you're listening to the black friday edition of the church mag podcast i think you're all crazy i'm just gonna wait till cyber monday to buy anything when it comes to technology it passes away really really fast so much of what happens today is testament to humanity's depravity <laughs> it's just greed and commercialization This week's podcast is brought to you by Church Mag Press. Church Mag Press has all kinds of awesome resources, ebooks, stock photos, church tech devotionals, and more. Check it out, churchmag.press. That's churchmag.press. And while you're there, be sure to download the free whychristmas.com nativity pack, as well as the free Carols by Candlelight Service booklet. This week is our third annual Black Friday episode. Whether you're listening while out and about or safely home days later, we hope you enjoy this as much as we did. If you'd like to join the conversation or ask us a question, use the CMAGCast hashtag, email us directly at podcast at churchmag, or submit it by visiting churchmag forward slash riddle me this, and we'll be sure to respond on an upcoming episode. Now, let the fun begin. Welcome to another another episode of the church mag podcast black friday edition gosh was is this the third one now phil that we've done uh third or fourth third or fourth i remember the first time that that i think was your idea originally phil yeah i'm a, I'm a veteran black friday shopper and i felt like you know there's a there's a severe lack of black friday content and and i'm going to be completely transparent here because that's what i like to do and that is when phil first brought this up i thought oh that's such a dumb idea <laughs> but see, this is this is the thing about okay. I guess you could call leadership. It feels stupid to call myself a leader, but eventually, I've I make final decisions on things, and my my leaning is let's just do it because I realize that um, I don't know best. And one of the th- things, a tip of leadership is is surround yourself by people that are smarter and more talented you than you. And so that's what I've done. And I was like all right, let's do it. And ever since we did it, it's just been like so much fun. It's something we look forward to. It's like, oh, we're getting close to the Black Friday episode. <laughs> I don't even know if people like it, but I like it. So I guess that's what's... We don't do this for the fans. If we did, we would uh, probably start needing actual good advice and stuff. Yeah, right. Right. Okay, so here's the deal. This this is an interesting episode. Is This is technically, because of our recording and schedule, like we have a couple other episodes recorded that will air after this that were recorded weeks ago. But this episode, we're recording this um, just a f- not very many days, like the Saturday before Black Friday. And what's special about this episode, this recording of this episode, is this is the first time that we have ever recorded the Church Mag podcast with me in the United States. So that means that I had to get up early. Well, not still quite as early because I'm still in Eastern time zone. Instead of doing this like at two o'clock in the afternoon, I'm doing that at this at 8 a.m. Phil's doing his usual seven and Jeremy's still sleeping a little bit here at uh, 6 a.m. where he's at. And, you know, I kept waking up every few hours and checking my clock because I didn't want to miss my alarm. And it was just so fun and exciting. I'm like, I'm going to do it in the morning with these guys compounded with the fact that um, we haven't recorded a podcast in almost a month now in preparation um, to our move 
to the United States. And so I was just really, 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 really jazzed um, to get up this morning and podcast with you guys. So it's also our first post-election recording. So oh, glad to have that behind us now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to America, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'll be signing back onto Facebook now. Is it safe? I don't know. (laughs) No, it's not safe. Oh, oh, and then uh, Phil, as usual, has a men's thingy where they eat and like read the Bible and stuff. And so well, that was last week. Actually, I'm good. That was last week. Well, what's I'm, this I'm, week? You said you had something to do this oh, week. I'm just teasing because I got to preach tomorrow. So oh, you had to preach tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so you have a little bit of like we got to preach tomorrow. Um, maybe we'll cook up something during the podcast that you can do. I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah. And Jeremy, okay. <laughs> Jeremy woke up. Jeremy woke up. I'm like, I'm so wired right now, guys. Jeremy woke up. Oh, also, also, random fact, because the Yeti microphone stand is so heavy, I had to leave that behind. And so I'm holding my Yeti carefully. Okay, see that? I'm holding it carefully, um, the right direction and everything. I have I have a stand on order, but that's a fun little fact. Jeremy woke up this morning, and speaking of tech, Jeremy... What's going on at your house? Thermostat hates me. I don't know why, but we set it at 72 and decides to run all night in its Colorado Springs, which it's like 11 out, eleven degrees outside. So it's cold in our house. So he's freezing. And so he's like, okay, we got to record this podcast. And all I can think about is the fact that I need to warm up the house for my family. And I, I tell you guys, I, I was making my coffee this morning and I, I was in, in the camper. I didn't make it in the camper. I made it in the house. But I'm recording in a camper because that's where we're staying. This is so crazy. Anyway, um, I was thinking about how you guys get up and not for you, Jeremy, because you don't make the coffee, but Phil makes the coffee and I don't know. It was just so cool. I felt at so at one with you guys. It was just like awesome. I'm sure that'll wear off, but can we have like someone splice this version of Eric with Eric in about three months at about this time and just see if he has that same enthusiasm? Yeah, I, yeah, Eric, I I think you're so Dude. pumped up. I think we need to, our outro music should be the Jimi Hendrix version of the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, it, it, seriously, seriously, and I'll, I'll I'll pepper in some stories for you guys about our reentry into America. Um, well, let's start. Can make now. it sound like a like a shuttle, like <laughs> entering the atmosphere. <laughs> well, here we are on the cusp of of Black Friday, or no? This this is gonna we we release this on Black Friday for all, or or like Thanksgiving night, so that Black Friday people can download and listen to it. Um, and I will say that coming back to America after living in Italy for seven years, and then going to like a Walmart and stuff. And or last night we were at the Verizon store getting our phone, our phone set up and everything. And first of all, everything is easier in America. I can tell you that much, like hands down thing. So like if you're waiting in line and feeling complaining, stop. OK, because you are in the fastest line in the world. <laughs> Another thing I noticed, guys, is that everybody like the bank, the hardware store, the auto parts store. Because I went with my friends to a few places. And I'm like waiting in line like I'm used to doing. And then these people are like calling more people up front to help more customers. And then everyone's apologizing for things taking too long. And I'm sitting there going, are you kidding me? This is so fast. And so 
I just want to put that out there, especially on Black Friday, because I know things can get really hairy on Black Friday and there's lines and it can kind of be stressful, right? And any in the holiday shopping can be a little stressful too. Just keep that in mind, you know? And I think it really comes down to perspective. Like at the DMV, the fact that I was able to change my driver's license, register and, and register a new vehicle and get auto insurance and get a home uh, insurance quote all in one day, like part of a day actually blew my mind because I'm used to each of those things taking an entire day in Italy. And so, you know, something to keep in mind, you know, when things get a little bit hairy is that, uh, you know, things are fast. I think it's a great point to uh, make um, on Black Friday. So much of what happens today um, is testament to humanity's depravity. <laughs> it's just greed and commercialization. And if we can all be a little more patient, a little more forgiving, you know, I always hear the um, some people like bemoan Black Friday. You're making these people work. I'm like, I'm not making them work. Their boss is making them work, you know? And if I don't go out shopping, a thousand million people will go out shopping instead of me and they'll have to work anyway. Um, and that's the folks who work retail and you get get combat pay depending upon your store. So that's a, a nice alternative. But it never hurts to bring politeness and to bring, to bring respect into things. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. I, now, nowadays we, we shop on black Friday, but also on gray Thursday, which I can't, I can't stand or gravy Thursday. That's why I call it gray Thursday. But I honestly, Thanksgiving should be closed stores. And if you want to shop, you can go camp out that night, which I was, what I used to do. I used to camp out and I'd be out shopping at 5 a.m. So, you know, it was by 5 a.m. You've been camping out um, from a store since midnight. You're a little tired. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, seriously. And so it's easy to be a jerk. That's what you can't do. You cannot be a jerk. You have to be kind. You have to be nice because um, reports every year of people getting stomped and, and um, stampeded. It's just it's ridiculous. It's material goods. Now, you might, quote unquote, need it. You might have a great ministry application for it. And I'm not, I'm not implying that anyone out there for shopping for a church or a sound team or a tech team would in any way be um, impolite or rude. But be extra careful to bring civility to shopping on Black Friday. And as Christians, too, I think especially, you know, I, I think it's easy to get caught up in kind of like, you know, it's my right or I'm owed this or, you know, it's my turn. And it's easy to get caught up in that, you know, as far as like you said, you're a little tired, etc. It's easy for the flesh to kind of rise up. But I think as Christians, you know, you know, what would happen on Black Friday? You know, you're like, excuse me, pardon me or no, you go ahead first. Or if it is the last item, say, you know what? Merry Christmas, man. Take it, you know, and just just having that that different. It, it, to me, it's it's very stark. And you know, like you guys were teasing me. I don't know if this got this this is going to get in the recording or not. But oh yeah, it does. Where Jeremy says, where you just said a little bit ago, Jeremy, you're like we should just save this audio and see how you feel in three months. I am so trying to be mindful of like you can't forget this, Eric. You can't forget this. You can't forget this. You can't forget this. Um, because um, I just I want to live. I want to live differently. You know, in that sense, having lived when you live in another culture, what it often does is it gives you um, another angle, another dimension to view your the, the culture you came from. And, and that's what's happened to me. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be very mindful to keep that perspective um, so that I can then apply it in situations, you know, like, like, like you've I, outlined. That's a good. 
That's a great point because it's like now when I'm when I'm working in school, um, I have to remind myself to be to be positive because I've worked in far more negative teaching environments. I worked in dangerous environments. I've worked in uh, high stress environments, and what I deal with now <laughs> compared to any of those things. So I have to like, you have to have perspective to say, you know, this might be frustrating, and there might be some legitimate wrongs here. But I've handled worse, and I will handle worse. And by God's grace, I'll handle it all with grace. Yeah. And and another thing, um, you you brought up this in a post recently. I think you're basically telling people they need to to slow down a little bit. And that's one thing that I noticed. I was a little bit floored. Like places are open from they they, they were like the government offices open from nine to five. And I'm thinking, okay, nine to five. So then you're probably closed from like twelve thirty to two. Oh wait. You're not. You're, you're actually open. My daughter said, well, when do they eat lunch? Because in Italy, like, you know, you're open a few hours in the morning and then a few hours in the afternoon. Or sometimes you go to a government office, you wait in line, you get your turn. And they go, oh, I'm sorry. We only do that on Wednesday afternoons. And then like, okay. So then you leave and then you go, you come back the next week to wait in line all over again, but on a Wednesday afternoon. And so, you know, I'm sitting in there waiting at the DMV and these people that I'm waiting with, we're just so, we're, we're so very frustrated, you know, and, and, and kind of, kind of angry. Like I used to be seven years ago waiting at the DMV. And, um, uh, and, and, and so I think that that's a reminder that too, also, oh, also a lot of times, uh, in, in Italy around the holidays, things will shut down for a couple of weeks. Like they're just shut down. They're just closed, you know? So if you want to close on a house or do something like that, you can't because the lawyer's gone for two weeks, you know, stuff like that. And so, you know, that's a stark contrast to Gray Friday, or I'm sorry, Gray Thursday, like you brought up, Phil, of stores being open on Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, we could use a little bit of time to maybe slow down a little bit, you know, just just a thought. I don't know. I'm just rambling. Jeremy, can you say something? Are you still alive or did you freeze to death? I think you're all crazy. I'm just going to wait till Cyber Monday to buy anything. Avoid people, avoid things, all that stuff. Hey, speaking, speaking, I'm just talky talkers in the day. I know, guys, I'm like so hyper. Um, uh, okay. I had an iPhone 5S, right? Before I moved here. And Jerry's been doing all this stuff about his phone shopping experience. And I've been kind of watching that a little bit. And when push came to shove, I have to buy four phones, right? For me, my wife, and my two oldest daughters. And so... I did a little research for economy phones and I found the photo, the, um, the, the Moto, see, what's it called? The Moto G, uh, it's the fourth generation. Um, and there's a Amazon version of it. So like if you get the Amazon version that has like the ads on it, you can get it for 150 bucks and then you can only do one per user. So the other three phones that I purchased, I had to pay the full 200 bucks. Right. So I was able to get phones for all all four of us for the price of one iPhone. Okay. Now I was a little bit nervous because of photo quality and, you know, I do like to check my email and and do a few, few of those kind of productive things on, on the phone and like, Oh, well, you know, iOS has a better app store, blah, 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 blah. So I was a little bit nervous, but I did it anyway because saving money. And I will tell you after a week, I have liked this phone more than my iPhone 5S. Guys. And it's interesting because did you have any experience as far as transferring from 
Apple to. I have never, I've never used, no, I've never used Android before, ever. Worries, concerns, anything like that? Beginning, I was really worried that I was going to hate it. And my wife was, and, and Ann was like, now if we get these phones, then we're, we have to use them for at least a year. I'd like us to use them for two years. So if you don't like it, you know. And I pulled the trigger anyway, and I'm sure glad I did. Yeah, I went from an all Mac environment with Apple TV and MacBook Pro and the iPhone, and my wife had had the iPhone, and now we are all Android and Microsoft. So I don't. I guess I've not experienced that either. The the fear and worry people have on that, and it's just so limiting and so debilitating for no reason. So I'm not. I don't know. I guess I don't get it. Yeah, I'm still hard on on the. Um on the Apple ecosystem. Although I just bought, um, I, I bought a MacBook air, um, a, a used one that was from my, it was like a closeout for my, for my, my work. They were, you know, decommissioning it and I bought it from them. But, um, yeah, it was a good deal. But looking at the new Mac, the new MacBook pro, um, when I go to buy my, another computer, I don't know that I'll be buying, um, from Apple because that just, it's not a pro computer. It's, it's not a pro. It's a, we can call it a premium computer, but it's not a pro. Aren't you worried that you might get stuck? You won't be stuck able to in get, that ecosystem. Yeah, get, yeah. The ecosystem. I'm already stuck. My wife is, she's what she knows. She doesn't know how to use windows anymore. Um, and I've got one Kindle fire tablet. My daughter owns, but it's, it's like a $40 investment. We bought no apps and I've bought, so just tons of applications. So, um, and like now I've just, I've just moved off Evernote and invested everything I've got into Scrivener. So I know there's a windows application for that, but I don't know if I can transfer my license over. No, you can, you can get it. You can, when they, there's an upgrade, no, you can't transfer it over, but they'll eventually come out with a version, a new version. And then you can usually pick it up and get a decent deal on it. But the, the files transfer at least. Yeah. But even then I'll just put it like this. I, I absolutely hate Windows still. Like I use it at church for a touchscreen device we have there for check-in, and I absolutely hate it. Windows automatic stupid updates broke the touchscreen capabilities of the device, which is the only reason we have it. So I just spend an hour before service one week uh, rolling back an update and figuring out some convoluted way to turn off automatic updates, which I don't even think I... I achieved. I just found a, like a workaround situation to kill that process, whatever, whatever kicks on. So, I, I, I do. I detest Windows, and I'm not going to go get a Chromebook. So my options are limited. Yeah, some of it just has to do with becoming accustomed. I remember when I went from Windows to Mac. The first week was very difficult for me, and hadn't I been um, infatuated with the Mac itself, I would have. I would have hated it, but. I just pushed through no, it. I, I love Mac OS. That's the thing. The, the, the hardware is getting significantly more frustrating, um, but I love the operating yeah, system. And see, when I tried Windows 10 on my iMac, I was, I was impressed. And so it made, it made the transfer over easier. But, you know, all of this makes me, reminds me of when we were in the Verizon store and even walking through Walmart. I'm just like overwhelmed with the amount of choices there's a lot more choices here, as well as everything is asking to be bought, like new, new, bye-bye. And um, I think it's really easy to get caught up into that. You you recently wrote a post about that, Phil, about getting caught up in the new. Yeah, yeah. 
I think I think it, it can be getting the hardware stuff too. Um, but I think uh, it really applies to our cultural stuff. Like if you like, we don't. No one. I was playing some retro music for my students at school. I'm like, man, I got some good music that I haven't listened to in forever because I'm always getting new stuff. Yeah, and I, I was at I was at Walmart with a friend of mine, and we um we were, we were waiting for our wives, as men do in Walmart, and we were over by the 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 televisions, and um, there was like a 57 million inch TV or whatever, and he was eyeing that television like, wow, look at this, and he already has like a 40 or 50 inch television, right? Which is just like mammoth to me. I'm like, how does the wall not fall down? But anyway, um, and I look over and there's a 32 inch TV for like 130 bucks and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking that is such a huge upgrade to what I had before. Like that, 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 that 32 inch TV would be a huge upgrade for me. And his upgrade is like a 60 plus inch television. And it just, it just got me thinking like the contrast between that, you know, I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm like some, like I'm better or whatever. What my, my point is, 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 you know, what is our bar, you know, and, 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 and getting caught up in pushing to get bigger and better and newer. And at some point, you know, we have to say, you know what? No more. Well, and that's the whole issue of Black Friday and the add on the fear of missing out with what could possibly happen. I think it's really difficult. And I, and I will say that I think that there is a mentality of know what you want and always have a game plan. Don't ever never shop for groceries hungry and never go to Black Friday with a worry that you're not going to get everything you need for everybody that you have on your list. Ooh, that's that's good psychology. The the the, um, the fear of missing out. Yeah, yeah. I, you've brought that up before, Jeremy. That's a really good point. Yeah, and, and I know for me going into Black Friday, there's this like mentality of what all could I get? I got some money set aside that we could possibly get some stuff. And I think just going into it, my strategy right now is if I can find a drone that's fifty or more percent off. Maybe I'll get it. If I can find a GoPro, a new GoPro for 50% off or an older GoPro for 20 to 30% off, I'll probably go for it. And that's really the extent of what it is I want. If I see something that's like, how in the world could I turn this down? Like it's irresponsible to turn it down because I know eventually I want to get a hard drive or something like that. Then I'll go for it. But outside of that, um, it's just kind of sitting back and just watching the chaos and it's almost like it just an entertainment factor for me because I don't plan on really participating in it. It's just, it, it, I don't want it to be something where I get all my needs met just because I'm buying something and, and losing the power and control of myself in that process. I, I think that that is some, some of the best advice for, for black Friday. Um, last year I purchased the computer that I have now, but I had been shopping for the computer for and looking at them for about six months so after about three months i figured out what i wanted um but because i was relatively close three months relatively close to black friday um that's when i purchased it i just waited till black friday and i saved i got more computer and saved money like both it was like double double i saved 300 bucks and i had like double the hard drive double the ram for the same amount of money had i bought it right away you know um and so like you said i had you know 
I had a game plan. And now both my daughters are, are in the market for computers. They've saved their money. But they knew that if they waited until we got to the United States, they would get more for their money. Because even though computers are priced similarly in Europe compared to the U.S., the specs are different. And so, you know, they've shopped, they know exactly what they want, and they've been waiting for six months now. And now they're waiting for Black Friday. They're so excited. Black Friday, we're going to go on, and they're going to order them. But like you said, Jeremy, it's a game plan. I mean, we're talking like a six-month game plan in, in, in their case. And I would hope that that's how most church tech teams work as well, because we have such high-budget items that we work within this mentality of, um, having patience and not jumping at all the new stuff, which is hard, especially when we watch the Apple events because we want to be educated about what's going on. And then we see everybody else is having all those other things that we don't necessarily have. Um, and then we're limited by not owning the budget. We don't actually get to decide what that budget is. Sometimes we don't even get to decide what we actually purchase. We have to get everything approved and then we have to make a plea, a case for every single dongle that we ever buy again. So I think that there's a lot that goes into that as far as with church tech too. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think, I, I think um, I take away from us talking a little bit, Android, iOS and windows Mac is, you know, um, understanding preferences, understanding, you know, being honest with yourself. You know, I was honest with myself and I was honest enough to say, look, um, I can break away from iOS. I can go to Android and I think, you know, and I'll be okay. You know, this isn't going to break me. And, and Phil's honest enough to say, Hey, me and my family, we're really tied into Apple. We're going to hold on for a while, you know, and just being able to look at it and being honest with yourself and not getting caught up in the in the shiny and new. I mean, Phil, how long did you use your iPhone for? What was it five years or something like that? No, it was a, I, this was a, an iPhone five, and it lasted me about almost three and a half years, which is a long time for a cell phone. Actually, I guess it was almost four years. It would have been four years no, this November. So yeah, like three years and ten months, and that's all. It was it was terrible <laughs> by the end, but I, I wouldn't have bought a new one had I not dropped it in the uh, video the the image was no longer working but i think that that is something that as christians and christian texts is those are some real practical things especially on black friday that we can be mindful of and be you know culturally different in a gospel way you know be polite be generous you know be be good stewards you know of of what we have and realize that you know um that all this will pass away and in the in when it comes to technology it passes away really really fast send us an email subscribe and search for previous episodes of the church mag podcast by visiting church mag you'll find a link on the main menu go to churchm.ag that's church mag churchm.ag and while you're hanging out on church mag send us a message and subscribe to the church mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the show every friday until next week did you guys share what you guys wanted? This is what I would like to get. And it wouldn't have to be on Black Friday. I would love to get one of those mini Nintendos. Those are look so much fun. Yeah, they do look fun. My wife very sweetly bought me a, a Sega last year. Um, yeah, the only issue is it does not save your progress. So as a dad who has to jump up, you know, the, at the smallest town to, to tend to a child... And it's, you know, pretty well impossible to use that. So maybe eventually I'll look into getting one of those classic Nintendos. I think they save. Yeah, I think so, too. Sure hope so. Yeah. 
What about you guys? Is yep. there anything that you kind of have your eye on that you're wanting? Just those two items. Oh yeah, you're the drone. You're you're all up in the drone, Jeremy. <laughs> drone. Um, but that would be more just like playing kind of thing. No, I got my new MacBook. I got Scrivener. I got my iPad. Maybe I maybe I want to maybe I'll get the Scrivener iOS app. Other than that, I'm I'm good. Awesome. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on Buzzsprout.com. I heat my water up in a tea kettle. I do okay. not boil it. I stop it just before boiling. Right. I've heard that that's a good tip. I don't want to burn the grounds. Nice. I get out a long, like, soda spoon, uh-huh. and I stir the, the pot up, or the, you know, the French press, the pot, right. uh, to soak all the grounds. Right. And I stir it vigorously. Like I'm making a martini, you know, and then which I have this so like talking about, you know, you, you can bruise the grounds or something. I don't know. I, I don't even care. I want them soaked. I want all those grounds saturated. <laughs> can you then imagine? Can you imagine drinking some coffee? Mm, it tastes like you bruised the grounds. Right, exactly. <laughs> so then I put the top on the pot and I let it. I let it steep for like five minutes. Then I press and then I pour. Noticed, but I walked away for like eight minutes. My dog needed to go out, yeah. and then Eric was in the middle of something. So I, I walked out and sent the dog out and came back in and checked. And Jeremy was on was on a rant then, and I walked away again, <laughs> put some food in her bowl, and her back in the house, and then came back and it was back to Eric. So yeah. okay, well, I'm per- hopefully no one said Phil. What do you I'm think? I'm pretty talk. I was I was pretty talkative today. I don't know what to say. So. We'll get back in our normal groove where Phil tells the stories, Jeremy breaks down the psychology, and I try to keep it organized.